Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. It is the email extra. We almost didn't do this because uh, Halloween and schedule constraints and all that stuff. But uh, we came up with a good question and we're going to answer it to the best of our Because abilities. we love you guys. That's right. Because we love you. Uh, yeah. So Brian wrote in. What do you have to say, Shannon? I, I don't know about the love thing. I'm not feeling it right now. That's okay. <laughs> it's early. You're allowed to be grumpy. Uh, all right. So Brian wrote in and he said, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Like that. <laughs> And my shop is an uninsulated garage. This will be my first winter in this shop, and I was wondering if there's anything special I should be doing to prepare for winter. Are there things I should bring inside? What's the best way to heat a garage that only has a 20-amp circuit? I know it's still about a month and a half away, but uh, I'm trying to plan ahead for a harsh Cleveland winter. Any help is appreciated. Thanks. All right, so a couple of issues to talk about. I don't really have major like winter experience like you guys do. I will soon, though, in a big way. Yeah. So these are things I'm certainly <laughs> thinking about. Um, but my initial instincts, first of all, let's let's answer the last question first. He wants to know about a heating solution. The thing that concerns me the most is there's no mention of like insulating the space. So no matter what he does with a heating solution, it's going to be incredibly inefficient until he gets some kind of insulation in that garage. So if you guys were in that position, would you insulate first or do a heat solution first? Well, I can tell you what I did do. <laughs> How about you do <laughs> that? It was, it was not insulate first because I was an idiot. Okay. Um, and I put in, I just used space heaters in my shop and it did, it was fine, but it was one of those things where the, the heater was good at keeping the thing warm, but like the minute you turned it off, the heat was gone. So yeah. I was obviously not being efficient. You know, the thermostat was never kicking off on the heater because right. it was just sucking right out the practical sieve that was my garage door. Mm -hmm. But as you guys know, I got a new garage door, what, early spring uh, last year. And this summer, I saw what amazing difference it was as far as keeping it cool. Yeah. And so far, you know, it, it was 35 degrees this morning. Um. I have not even turned on the heater in my shop yet. So 
that's what I should have done <laughs> was insulate the garage door. It's yeah. the biggest moving object in your house. It's the biggest hole in your house. <laughs> right. And if it's not insulated properly, there's just nothing you can do. So yeah, you can get in, you know, and, and like in my shop, it's small enough that I don't need a big heater. So I never really thought about it. Cause it's not like it's, it's pulling a huge amount of juice when I turn that space heater on. But now now that I can see that it will probably never come on, like I'll set the heater on its lowest setting and the thermostat will constantly kick it off. Um, I should have insulated first. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of obvious, right? But yeah. I didn't. Well, that's definitely something to think about before you go to the heating solution. So um, let's talk about the heating solution. What's what's your situation in your shop concerning heat, Matt? I have a natural gas um, forced air heater thing. Okay. All right. Which and works great. That works good for you. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking about having installed in, in the shop in Colorado is, a, you know, just did a little research on this. And I really like the idea of these low intensity infrared tubes. And they're, I mean, the installations I've seen, they look fairly large. So if you're doing other things on the ceiling, like dust collection, you do have to plan for it and you need to be able to vent it properly. Um, they've The ones I'm looking at would be natural gas and they're very quiet. They don't move any air whatsoever. And they, you know, infrared heat, it's going to heat the objects in the room first and then the air gets heated, you know, sort of secondarily from that. So that is very appealing to me, but I think it's a more costly solution. But in the long run, it might be more efficient. Um, so that's definitely one thing. From, I'll from like a one-time purchase price kind of thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. As far as yeah. like the installation of materials is a little bit pricier than some of these other options. Mm-hmm. That's a very – I hadn't – I've never seen that before. What a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, they're also, cool. They get a little suntan sitting underneath those things. It's right. kind of fun. Well, actually, that's what they were saying. Like, what what is the difference between this and the sun? You know, because it's the same theory as the sun. If it's like 75 degrees out and sunny, it feels a whole lot warmer than if it's 75 degrees and you have a lot of cloud cover, right? So it's doing that, but without the UV rays that go along with it. Um, (laughs) So the idea is your table saw is warming up, your floor is warming up, your body is warming up. And then if you have to open the garage doors or something and all the air gets exchanged, then you close the doors again you actually don't have this like giant drop in comfort level in the temperature because all the objects are still warm. So the air heats up again very quickly. Whereas if you're doing like, like a, like Matt's solution, like a forced air heater, it's just, you know, putting hot air into the room and then the objects are heating up as a secondary thing. So it's mm-hmm. a lot, you, you lose a lot more when you do happen to open a door and, and sort of like all that warm air gets pushed out of the room. So yeah, it's supposed to be more efficient, but again, a little bit more pricey. Well, and from a from a wood shop perspective, in Colorado, this may not be it's not going to be that big of a deal because your humidity is so low. But the thing that gets you is those cast iron surfaces because mm-hmm. they're um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Albedo, ability to hold heat, I whatever. Never heard sure. that word. Uh, let's, let's go. Light. That's let's albedo. go with that. Never mind. Specific heat. Specific heat. I don't know. The, 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 <laughs> they heat up quicker and drop their heat just as fast. Yeah. And forgive the lawnmower that's right outside my window right now. <laughs> um, but th- that's the thing is those cast iron surfaces, when it's cold outside, they are really, really cold. And then mm-hmm. you start injecting forced air in there and you cause the possible condensation all over those like freezing cold cast iron surfaces. Oh, and that's yeah, where yeah. the rust is coming from. Okay. So if this is actually heating up those surfaces. And, you know, yeah, you're right. You exchange all that air, you get the cold air in there again, mm-hmm. but your cast iron stays nice and warm. That yeah. would actually prevent condensation. Now he's asking about the 20 amp circuit. <sighs> that's going to be difficult. I don't know, yeah. you know, that the, the especially if you're going with a fully electric heat source, 
I don't know that 20 amps is going to be enough. I honestly don't know enough about it to to comment on that with any like, level I, of knowledge. I don't think it would if you're planning on doing anything that requires, well, it depends on what kind of tools you have, but it probably wouldn't if you're trying to run like a decent sized table saw yeah. and a heater. <clears throat> right. Right. Well, I, I look at, see, that's just it. As I'm not running anything else on it. I mean, I've yeah. got a 20 amp circuit running. I just have a little space heater. I actually just went out and bought a new one two days ago because I have my other one is like 20 years old and it was making more noise. So basically I went out and bought a new space heater purely for filming purposes. Needed to be quieter on like the lawnmower. And, um, I was looking at the amp draw on it and it's, it's really quite low. Um, but if you only have one circuit, it all comes down to startup amperage, right? So right. start your table saw, get it running, let the amperage <laughs> drop down, then go over and turn the space heater on. But I don't know. You mean you can get them that draw really low power, um, but it all obviously that affects your heat output as well. Did yeah, you say how we big don't, his garage is? Yeah, so I was going to say we don't know how big his garage is. Nope. So it could be like two car and that's even bigger and then you need even more. Yeah, I mean, I've got 300 some square feet and I need a very small heater to heat that space, right, up, especially right, right. now that it's insulated. Plus, yours is attached to the to the home, too. So that's kind of. A yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. Just like mine um, is. I only have two exterior walls yeah. on my shop. Um, makes a big difference. Okay. And I'm also partially underground. The so windows are at ground level. So with your shop, the, all the heat loss from your home is getting into the shop and heating the shop as a. So like a secondary heat source. Yeah, a little bit. All right. So other parts of his questions, just real quick, anything to bring inside? I mean, first thing for me is finishes and glue. Like these are things Mm -hmm. you don't want to be exposed to freezing conditions. Um, That should be kind of obvious. I used to, uh, you know, in in California, it wasn't that bad, but there were times where it would get cold enough that I'd be concerned about finishes and water-based things like that. So I actually would just get a cardboard box and bring, you know, whatever I had that, that has a chance of freezing like that and bring it into the laundry room, right, right alongside the garage. So it's easy to access if I need it. Nicole wasn't super happy about it, but you know, <laughs> it's better than wasting all of this leftover finish and stuff that I've got in the finishing cabinet. So I would just put them in a box and either bring that down in the basement or bring it into the laundry room, depending on my situation at the time. Um, so do, do you guys even do that or am I overthinking oh. that? I don't because my shop doesn't get below freezing because it's attached to the house. Okay. So it's always at like some base level temperature. Plus you're in there frequently enough that you're warming it back up. And then yeah, if to- I leave it without heat, like some days, some weeks I don't get out there for a few days. So mm-hmm. if it's like negative, you know, 20 or something outside and like a dead of winter, the coldest I've ever seen it in the shop after not having been heated for a few days is like 34 degrees. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah, that's probably probably the same with my shop. I mean, it was like negative 10 for a couple of weeks this past winter. Mm-hmm. And this is even before I put in the new insulated door. And I don't think it really got... I mean, if it got below freezing, it was 31, you know? Yeah. So, but the other thing you need to think about is your water stones, too. Beyond just finishing uh, glue. Yeah. Your oh, yeah, water yeah. stones, if they freeze, they will crack apart. Um, the water inside those will expand and you will have water stones, mini, mini water stones. <laughs> you have water gravel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is, which is good. You know, if you've got to want to like polish your stuff, you know, throw that auger bit in the box of rocks and shake it around. Yeah. It'll come out nice and polished, but <laughs> not very sharp. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very good. Uh, anything else we're missing? 
tool-wise, anything that you would you know feel the need to bring inside or prep in any particular way? I mean, I think as long as you're using the stuff over the course of the winter, I don't know that you have to go through any crazy lengths. I think if I were leaving it to sit and not using it for like four or five months until the temperatures come back up, I might do some more things to prep my cast iron and things just to kind of, you know, avoid any possibility of rust if there happens to be some condensation and things like that. But uh, if you're using it all the time, I don't know that it's as big of a deal. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think, I mean, when you're talking rust prevention, the best thing you can do is just keep using your tools. Yeah. Wipe your greasy palms all over them. That helps prevent rust. That's right. A rolling hand plane gathers no rust. Is that, isn't that what they say? <laughs> Something like um, that. They do now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you saying coining a new phrase for you. All right. So, uh, I think that's really about it. Um, thanks for that question. That, that was a good one. It's definitely something that I'm going to have to think about a lot more. Maybe next year I'll have a, a whole lot more advice for you. Probably will. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Uh, Wear layers. But, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> layers. I read that. What I read a list of what, like all things that all Coloradans, is that how you refer to them? Shannon Coloradans. Yep. Yep. Things that all Coloradans know and do. So I don't look like a outsider when I go there and layering <laughs> okay. is one of those things. That's a big one. And eating that green chilies intense, is another thing. So that's... Oh, man. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm homesick. Let's see how that goes. I'm not sure I'm going to buy into that one. Uh, all right. Well, that's about it. So thank you, everybody, for supporting us at the, the $4 or higher Patreon level. We like doing these extra questions. And uh, I think that's about it for the show. And we will catch you next time. Happy Goodbye. Halloween, peoples. Oops. Hold on. My timing on playing these files is not very uh, very good. I have no Oops, Fred Norris. On. Let's put it to hit record. Winter is coming. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.